Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. In the pole position in Indy. The pole's position. It's time for pole's position. So the number one pick, by the way, for the Bears is secured. The Chicago Bears are on the clock. What will Ryan Poles do with the number one pick? I got a lot of confidence in our ability to see talent on the field. The human being, we got to figure out. We're counting down the days till the NFL draft. How about the number one pick with the Bears? Caleb Williams, the one thing that is clear, he is not special. Well, I'm a friend of Caleb's. I feel like he's a, a young version of Patrick Mahomes. Fields. Not sure yet. Not sure. M- maybe not working out. I don't know what's going on with the Bears. It don't matter. No matter who they take, because Justin Fields, he'll probably leave and go win a Super Bowl somewhere. So if you go to the Bears organization, you're doomed. With the first pick, the Chicago Bears select the Parkinson Spiegel Show. Afternoons on the score. Every three o'clock on the Parkinson Spiegel Show, we are going to play a little game called Polls Position, where we try to get inside the mind of the Bears general manager. Trades, free agency, draft picks, hypotheticals, scenarios, things that he might be considering as the Bears once again dominate the offseason. In Peter King's retirement column. Man. Which was a wild ride. It really was <laughs> a, a, a wild, very personal, thoughtful, kind of uh, wistful column from Peter King with some news mixed in, but a lot of just opinions and reminiscences and stuff like that. Yes. And we had the good fortune of talking to Peter King regularly throughout the season. 
and it was an honor, and he's an institution and arguably the best football writer in the history of football writers. Uh, and he has told us for a long time that he thinks that keeping fields and trading the pick is the way to go. Mm-hmm. But he would often couch it with, you know, I haven't talked to Ryan Poles. I don't know anything. This is just my instinct on team building and all this stuff. But I'm just going to read it so that we have all of the context. Sound fair? Yeah. No, I, th- I think it does. One, one just for uh, a context where it is, it's in his 10 things, I think, I think. Right. And it's under the headline of number nine. I think I have five quick thoughts about the near future. And item one is that he thinks Tom Brady is going to be very good in the Fox booth. So we're in a things I think I think section. Well, right. This is not to, I guess that's a good piece of context. He's not leading the column with news. Correct. Right. This is, this is couched under the, I think I think this, that he does in all of his columns. Right. right? But it is a place for opinion. Right. Okay. I suppose the bears are going to trade the top pick. I know nothing, but that seems to be the way the wind is blowing. What I say, the Bears could keep Justin Fields, and should, and trade the first pick down once or twice and build the kind of supporting cast a team needs to contend. Suppose general manager Ryan Poles traded the top pick down one spot to Washington, which would take Caleb Williams, and got the second pick, a second-round pick, and a 2025 first-round pick in return. Then suppose Poles traded the second pick to Atlanta at eight, and the Falcons picked one of the other quarterbacks. In return, Chicago gets the eighth pick, Atlanta's second-round pick, and first and second-round picks next year. Imagine moving from one to eight and ending up with this draft hall. The eighth and ninth picks in round one this year, second-round picks from Washington and Atlanta this year, three first-round picks and two (laughs) second-round picks in 2025. Moving down seven picks in the first round, the Bears could end up with nine picks in the first two rounds of the next two drafts, instant infrastructure. All right. So the first thing I I like about this, and I think why we're doing it for a polls position, it gives us an opportunity to be very specific in thinking about the haul that they could get, Yeah, which a lot of people have wanted us to, to truly consider regardless of your opinion or my opinion of, of fields and Caleb as quarterbacks. Correct. And it's it's Peter F and King, man. His words should be taken with weight. He has a relationship with Ryan Poles. He met with Ryan Poles in his hotel room at the Combine and wrote about that Scott Fitterer of the Panthers was coming into his hotel after he was leaving. Like He, mm-hmm. he was all over the trading of the pick last year at this time. Yeah, that, that piece really established what Ryan Poles' thought process was for us. Yes. You know, it was really clear and help and incredibly helpful with tremendous access. So, but I don't know if this is from that perspective, I, right? So the, this sentence is a tough one for me to just read. <laughs> I, I honestly, this is a, this is a weird sentence. I think sentences should be easy to read. This is a weird sentence. That's my controversial thought on sentences. I know nothing, but that seems to be the way the wind is blowing. Well, it sounds like you know what way the wind is blowing. Uh huh which would mean you know something or you know nothing uh-huh. and you don't know which way the wind is blowing. How about Those the, two things seem to be in conflict with uh, yeah. each other. How about the verb choice in sentence one? I suppose the Bears are going to trade the top pick. It's weird. <laughs> it's just weird. I, it's not I think. It's not I'm reporting. It's, it's I suppose. Yeah, so I, 
And he and he throws in the the Bears could keep Justin Fields and should. Yeah. So, so yeah. I so again, I personally, because we talked to Peter King, what twelve times over the course of the season, mm. maybe fifteen, somewhere in that range. I think this is an extension of what he was telling us when we asked him about it every damn week. Personally, yeah, I think this is an editorial opinion, and I am choosing to focus on words like "I know nothing" and "should." Yes, but people who want them to keep Justin are going to focus on the way the wind is blowing. Correct, exactly. So this is another one of those tests <laughs> where you can kind of have some confirmation bias yes. here. But I do think that because we talked to the guy fifteen times throughout the NFL season, we have a little bit more insight into this than the average person. I believe this to be editorializing, especially with where it came in the column. He did not say, I have news. I am leading with sourced information on how the Bears are going to approach the offseason. Mm-hmm. He would have put this higher up on the column. Now, right? Yeah, yeah, I, okay. I, th- I think that is true. But we should still do the exercise here. Because of who he is and his, yes. I respect his opinion. And 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 if he's, if he's supposing those values and, and you end up with that, I mean, that is a remarkable haul. That is a remarkable place to be. So that's the while, next thing, right? While, while you hope Justin Fields takes a leap you have not yet seen. Um, and, you, I mean, talk about arming yourself next year for a potential move up with the three first-round picks. Well, but the hope, see. Because that's can, what they did I, this year. I know, I know. So Because this year they had that insurance policy of the two ones in a great quarterback draft. Do you not see three ones in next year's draft as a similar insurance policy? No. Obviously, it could be. But in my opinion, if you are passing on Caleb Williams and Jaden Daniels and Drake May, you are doing it because you have conviction in Justin Fields. I don't think you're doing it because... You just want to buy yourself more evaluation time for Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. You just hired a new offensive coordinator. Be a third staff in four years for Fields to learn at the NFL level. If you're passing on Caleb Williams and this quarterback class, I don't think it's because you're arming yourself for next year to maneuver to take Justin Fields' replacement. I think you have to have real genuine, strong conviction mm-hmm. that Justin Fields can be a top 10 quarterback in the NFL if you just do right by him. See, last year at this time, everybody knew Caleb Williams was coming next year. Yeah. And they knew that there were, that, that there were other quarterbacks. Um, right now, the quarterbacks in the 2025 NFL draft who are much discussed. The kid from Texas, right? Um, yes, Quinn Ewers. Yeah. Um, Shador Sanders, uh, Dion's son at Colorado, Drew Aller at Penn State, Carson Beck of Georgia. Okay. Um, I see Riley Leonard of Notre Dame, who we haven't even seen really yet, and Jalen Milrow of Alabama, who I have seen and I'm not impressed with. Like, this is not – nobody's jumping off this page like generational talent the way that Caleb Williams has for three years. Correct. Three years. So so, And – the the contract part for Fields, like if you pass on him here, on pass on moving him, you are paying him. I know you don't have to, but you are making a fifth round option, a uh, uh, fifth year option decision. Like you you are going in the direction of paying Justin Fields if you're passing on this quarterback class, which mm-hmm. but which is fine because by the way, like what I would what I want to also 
spend some time on here is what if that trade with Washington is real? Forget the Atlanta part for just a second. Mm-hmm. What if it's true that to move down one spot, you can get your second round pick back that you gave up for Montez Sweat and get the second pick in the draft and still take a quarterback? And next year's one. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And right, right. And next year's one. Yeah. Like it, so it, if it's possible to get a one next year. And a second rounder this year by only dropping and one getting spot. Jade, and getting Jaden Daniels or Drake May and still trading Justin Fields. That's, it, that's what you do, in my opinion, if you see something that personally freaks you out on the character side, which we know is possible because he had his concerns with Jalen Carter, with others. And it, again, I think it's crazy not fair to Caleb to put him in the Jalen Carter uh, bucket of character concern draft I, prospects. I, I think that's crazy unfair. I am not comparing him to Jalen Carter. I'm saying that Ryan Poles has made decisions based on his evaluation of character. Yes. Th- I, that, that, that's it, all I'm saying. Sure. The Jalen Carter character stuff is was off-field and legal. The Caleb Williams character stuff at this point is... Like ambiguous, yeah, yeah. At I mean, best, th- there is, yeah, of course, right. right? There's that. that <laughs> there's nothing. There's nothing on the record that really freaks you out about Caleb Williams. But Poles has said on the record that he has to scout. He has to do the person. That that's but, all I'm saying. Okay, and that and that, and that, okay. I just want to be sure, yep. and and that's totally fair because we don't know the guy yet, and he doesn't know him, and they haven't had the meeting, and all of that. Right. I think that that would be. An incredibly bold, bordering on smug selection, <laughs> like like like, this, like hitting the pitcher eighth. Yeah, exactly, Ex- exactly. Like I, <laughs> everyone in the world except for you know uh-huh. uh, like one or two people uh-huh. think that this guy's the best quarterback prospect in in years. No, no, no. Yeah, the next guy is actually better. Uh-huh. Or it's so damn close that I'll take this hall. That I'll take the the hall. And I'll trade Fields, the guy that everyone chanted his name for, and I'll pass on the best prospect, arguably since Andrew Luck, sure. because I know more than all of you people. Uh-huh. Like that is a level of he's positioning himself in such a way that if Fields hits with whatever team he trades for, yeah. he's fired. Or if Caleb is better than Drake May or Jaden Daniels or whoever he selects, uh-huh. he's fired. I just I I don't think he's got it in him because I don't know that anyone would have it in him. You know what what if <laughs> what if what if you look at this? What if you're Ryan Poles? You look at this and you're like, okay, I think Caleb Williams is going to be like Josh Allen, can run when he needs to. Take him, uh, okay. <laughs> and what if he says, I think Drake May is going to be like Justin Herbert. Because that's the comp we've heard from May, right? Right. Yeah. D- different profiles. Yeah, d- no, different, I, well, different styles. Yeah. Right? Like if you're if you're sitting there, if you're him, and you think that's interesting, right? That 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 the number two guy is also really damn good, which may be possible. So some of the scouting reports on the number two guy are freaking great. Remember yeah. the, the piece the Bigs did where he talked yeah. to all the same people about both quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Right. That's so, interesting. So so if if that's where he is. <sighs> yeah still hard but you might you might consider that really hard yeah yeah you know because i i definitely think that if justin herbert was in buffalo's situation he would be doing exactly what like i, I don't think that there is much difference in their talents i think that herbert has had but there's difference Anthony in their styles 
there is some difference in their in their styles. Ab- ab- abso- absolutely. Yeah. Um, but I think that they are both great players who are capable of winning Super Bowls, mm-hmm. plural, with. That's it. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, Do you remember who one of Mitch Trubisky's most popular comps was? Hold on. This is this is really fun. I'm glad you asked because it just thinking about Mitch in general is a great time, isn't it? Yeah. Um, hmm. Josh Allen? No. I guess, yeah, that wouldn't make much sense. No, it wouldn't. Yeah. Carson yeah. Palmer. Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> I went back and looked that up this weekend. <laughs> one of the most popular comps for Mitch Trubisky in the moment, <sighs> like 2017 draft. Sure. Ryan Tannehill. Well, Tana- That's Tannehill by then was in was in Tennessee and doing really good really things. Well. Yeah. After having you know failed up from Miami. Huh. Well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They yeah. took him. They took him ahead of Mahomes. <laughs> so yeah, I'm scary. saying that to like. Wait, they <laughs> did. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like temper your expectations <laughs> on comps. Yeah. We're we're, we're comping children. Oh, yes. <laughs> the, yes. Caleb Williams, Jaden Daniels, Drake May, Bo Nix. Sam Hartman. Well, he's not a child. He's 43. The rest of them, <laughs> children. Uh, would this be enough? That's So that's the other question. Would this be enough for you? And I know you for you, Shane, for sure, because you want them to keep fields. But would this be enough for you as a Caleb guy? Tanny, not sure where you come out on what they should do on this. But like, I'm a flip-flopper. Okay, I get it. There's compelling arguments no. on both sides. I'm a flip-flopper. Uh, and a wheel watcher. Perry Farrell was singing that song today. Something about Agua and dolphins God. and flip-flopping. Would it be uh, enough for you? Would this trade be enough for you? The eighth pick, two seconds, and two firsts next year. Man, if I felt... In addition to your own picks. If two I've, seconds this year? Because you'd get Washington's second and Atlanta's second. Washington's first and Atlanta's first next year, plus yeah. your own picks. If I felt better about fields, yeah, I'd, I, I, I'd do it. I don't... You know, I was on an Atlanta radio station this morning. Okay. And the, and I was able to, to describe, you know, that, ju- that Justin's main issue is, I think, the most important factor in truly being an elite quarterback, which is pocket quarterback stuff. Yeah. You know, being great, being truly great from the pocket, on time and on schedule. And that's his main issue. A, so, it, to me, it's, it's a non-starter. Like, trading down to eight and not getting any of these quarterbacks. Although you are at eight and nine, I guess you could draft and stash. You could do that, right? You could take J.J. McCarthy with one of your eights or nines. That I probably – I you, you would lose it? Yeah, like aneurysm on the air. <laughs> like, if they if – they, if, if, if they if pay, they, they if they pay they Justin. trade for all those assets and uh-huh. then take the fourth quarterback prospect when Justin was the fourth Amen. prospect. No, I, I don't think I could deal do, with it. Do you see the item in Peter King's column uh, about the first – I think it was the first uh, eight games of Aaron Rodgers and the first eight games of Jordan Love, exactly the same numbers, yep. like eerily <laughs> similar. They've now done it twice, draft traits – for the second, third, or fourth quarterback, uh, or whoever, they, just because yeah. they like the guy, and you then have, stash him and have him learn. But you know the difference. It's a Hall of Famer. First ballot Hall of Famer. <laughs> it's a good point. <laughs> it's a first ballot Hall of Famer. I'm not going to lie. It's, it's di- a good point. It's different. It's just a different thing. Yeah. So is, is it is it enough? Yeah, I mean, if I was a Fields believer, hell yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. yeah. It's an unbelievable haul. It's an unbelievable haul. To have to get your two twos, to have two twos in a year when you don't have any, uh, all of a sudden. And three firsts for next year. And three ones for next I, year. And the eighth and ninth pick this year. This is why people get excited. I, the, I This know. is why field believers get especially excited and, and frankly get condescending. They get mean when they talk to you and they talk to me. They're very mean. They're, they get very mean because <laughs> they, they imagine a haul like this and it feels really good. 
to imagine it, that hall. It does. If you believe in Justin. It does. My counter argument is if Caleb Williams is what he is supposed to be, there's literally no amount of draft picks that you could trade for that player. That's the, that's the counter argument. You're like, oh, look at what you got last year. Yeah. I am adding Caleb Williams mm-hmm. to the Bryce Young trade. What other people are doing is trading the number one pick yeah. and putting it on top of the Bryce Young trade. I'm saying last year's trade got you Tyreek Stevenson, Darnell Wright, DJ Moore, and Caleb Williams. Yes. That that's the difference. Because there's if you called the Bills and said, Hey, do you want the eighth pick, the ninth pick, three first round picks and two second round picks for Josh Allen? Mm-hmm. They'd hang up the phone. If you called the Bengals and said, hey, do you want the eighth pick, the ninth pick, three first-rounders next year and two second-rounders this year for Joe Burrow, they'd hang up the phone. The, the, the top five quarterback in the NFL is way more valuable than this. Than this. Which, it, which is amazing to consider, but it's true. But it's true because yeah. you have that guy for you, 12 you, years. Because you've got the guy and you're building around him <laughs> and, it, and it defines everything that you're doing. It's and you're, con- not, you're not hunting for that guy. It's, con- it's continuity. It's now you draft receivers based on what he likes and offensive linemen based on what he likes and higher play callers based on what he likes. Yes. And, and the, the whole thing is off of that guy. Yeah. A couple textures here. One, <laughs> Speaks is always so condescending and just wrong. How dare you, sir? You spelled Parkins I was incorrectly. Say, That's we your gotta bad. Get, we got to get one out of a thousand texts with that description with your name at the front of it instead uh, of mine. Go on. Uh, here's another one. The Fields people would still be mad because you didn't get Marvin Harrison Jr. in that scenario. That's a good point. That is hilarious, but true, yeah. And, and then a third texture points out the Kurt Warner thread the other day on Twitter, which yeah. we should give some time to at some point this week before the quarterbacks work out on Friday. Yeah. I thought it was a really really smart thread about how difficult it is to evaluate college quarterbacks in terms of what their NFL futures are. Cause obviously, yeah, obviously right. People still get it wrong. Teams, teams get it wrong every year and somebody's going to get it horrifically wrong this yep. year. Maybe a couple of them and maybe the bears. I hope not. I hope not. I hope not. But that's where I ultimately come down on all of these trades because people are doing it on the internet every day. King's ransom trades, every draft pick in the world is the Bears, and I still just ask people, okay, mm-hmm. do you have the generational quarterback? And if your answer is that's Fields, okay, then we just we, we disagree because all of those picks are not worth Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, uh, Herbert, Lamar. They're just not. Yeah. They're not. That None of those teams would trade that player for all of those picks. So that's why I still come out on take the QB. I think, by the way, the QBs speak on Friday and work out on Saturday. Oh, okay. Yeah, just for, for people to be ready for that. Um, my favorite random thing in, in Peter King's Football Morning in America, he just lists a bunch of, like, quotes that he remembers from certain things. Here's one. While he was at a game in 1997, injury report for the Patriots from the press box announcer. Injury report for the Patriots. Long snapper Mike Bartram has a broken arm. He will return. I love that. Freaking long snappers, man. He's got a broken arm. I'm still good to go. They don't really do anything. That's right. Especially if it's the left arm. So they don't need their arms. One would assume he's snapping with the other arm. They they don't really even have to block. No. No, You're not allowed to stand over the long snapper. Right, exactly. Great gig. Oh, what a gig. Just work on your golf game. Mike Bartram has a broken arm. He will return. (laughs) Guy with the one arm. (laughs) He's got a long snapping career. 
So you want uh, at four o'clock Tanny's audio tribute to Chris Chelios, but why the market didn't materialize for Bellinger and where this team sits today now that they have him. Next on the score. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. I am actually doing a radio show with Parkinson Spiegel, and I wasn't particularly good. I mean, not that that's a new thing. Afternoons on the score. We kind of always felt like that in a way, but yeah, Belly was a unique situation, so he's he's part of this club. You know, he's one of us, and it, there was a little void in here for sure before he came back. So just seeing him in here, man, getting a hug, smiling. I know he'll be back to work soon. Tying the room together. That's Kyle Hendricks talking about Cody Bellinger, who's back in the fold for the Chicago Cubs. Yeah, I stand by the what I said in transition. Bernsey knew he nailed the metaphor, pretended to be tortured by not having it perfectly. Just wanted to bring it back for the big audience that is transition and to get our approval. I respect the move, frankly. Me too. I mean, I'm always learning from that guy. He's so talented. He's really good at it. Oh, I snorted. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I really did. You sure did. I sure did. How about the uh, the timing? The over the the Saturday night late. How about the fact that it was on the eighth year anniversary of when Dexter oh, Fowler. Fowler showed yeah. up at spring training? It was exactly that 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 day. It was crazy, and that Bellinger was out there, man. How did he- that season end? Very well. When Fowler came back, it was a good one, right? Extremely well. Okay, good. I, I still haven't watched the Game 7 documentary. With uh, Oh, wow. You were talking about all those. I was afraid to watch it. I told you I was afraid to watch it. I still am. I still am. No. 
That can't be what but happens. I, 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 I don't want <laughs> anyone buying that. Now, no, so I'm guessing he was rehearsing for all these gigs he was doing. Yeah, if we're playing with Eddie Vedder, I did. Yeah. I didn't have two hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't okay, have. We two get hours. it. And yeah. by the way, they won the game. I don't want to ruin it for you. <laughs> you shouldn't be scared to watch. That. I was scared to hit have to get play all the way to this the documentary. Yeah. Dan, can you break it? Down? Can you whiteboard that for anyone who didn't hear that segment? What were the reasons again? You're afraid to watch it because <laughs> I was going to get mad all over again at Joe Madden when he screws up the stuff. They won. This is the MLB Network documentary with Tito Francona and Joe Madden. Yeah, right? yeah, watch yeah. along. Yeah, yeah game right. seven. And I was going to see Joe again, not take ownership of it or point the thumb in any way. And I know how much that damaged the years to follow and the relationships with everything. And Let me tell you something. part of the demise. If Terry Francona can rewatch it, you can rewatch it. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's getting paid, but so are you. Tougher loss for him. <laughs> I'm just. I'm so scared to hit play on this documentary that I can fast forward through on MLB uh, Network. Whatever. You guys don't understand me. No. No. You don't. No. We don't. How could we ever? Or if you do and you figured something out, you let me know. <laughs> right. Exactly. Because <laughs> I could use the help. It's valuable. Frankly, it's just, it's so odd to me that <laughs> you know the result. You, you know that it ended really well. Shane, I watched it again. Like uh, when the DVD came out, I watched it again and I literally got uh, exactly as angry as I did the first time. That, it's, 100% as angry. It's like you're going into like eating oh, a piece of chocolate cake, and go, you're Tony. like, man, you go, Tony. I, you've had chocolate cake before. You know exactly how it tastes. You know you're going to like the outcome, yep. but you're like going into it, man, I wonder how this is going to taste. <laughs> you know how it's going to taste, and you're going to enjoy it. No, but there's a big crap burger in the middle of the chocolate cake, and I know I'm going to have to eat that to get through to the other side. Wait, we're talking about your mom's meatloaf again? <laughs> <laughs> you take my mom's meatloaf out of your mouth. I will. I don't want it in there. <laughs> well, it got in there in the first place. <laughs> it would never go in there. That's the point. Anyway. We were talking about Cody Bellinger. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> All right, cool. So, anyway, Meatloaf tastes good. <laughs> I think it does. I think oh, it my does. God. He had a meatloaf cut. <laughs> From Joe Madden. You know what that did right there? Tied the room together. Tied the room together. Did it scare you? (laughs) (laughs) Joe Madden's voice. Ah, Oh, Oh, Joe. Yeah. Uh, uh, So scary. Danny, that that really tied the room together. I think you nailed it. You should bring it up and transition tomorrow (laughs) and see if Bernstein thinks that you nailed it. (laughs) Get his his opinion on it. Um, So here's the thing about Bellinger. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sports. His numbers... His, like, metrics were bad in terms of hard hit rate, yep. exit velocity. He pulled the ball less than he had in any years since his rookie year. I think it freaked people out because I know it freaked Cubs fans out last year if you're a baseball savant person. Why is all this blue? Why, why is there so much blue on his baseball savant page? That's too much blue. It's scary. And if you're out of town, if you're an out of town GM and and a th- or out of town front office think tank, you're like, I, I don't trust it because that's what the group think is. But the truth is what we know to be true. And some people did write about it over the off season and do their deep dives that he did that stuff by choice, by choice, man. Two he, strike approach. He shortened up with two strikes. He made the conscious effort to go the other way. He sacrificed power for contact. He's the dream of what dropped they, the strikeout percentage. He, he's the dreamed. Uh, he's the dream of what you know they wanted everybody to be among the Schwarbers, Rizzo's, Bryant's, where he can have power on the first two strikes of an at bat, and then when there's two strikes, 
he can become Tony Gwynn. Like, that's what they wanted everybody to be. He has the bat control to be that kind of person. He's a very rare, athletic, flexible, malleable hitter. So they know that. So they want him back, and they're willing to have him back. But all these other teams are not willing to go six for 150 or six for 200. And they used that to their advantage. And that was just, that was the truth every step of the way of this offseason. So they used that to their advantage and they dared Boris to find better and he couldn't. I think that part of the business side of it is, it can't be highlighted enough. There is still some Jed skepticism among Cubs fans and on some corners of the internet, like straight up cynicism about Ricketts and Jed and Theo was the guy who was the architect, but you know, Jed's just an extension of Theo and Ricketts spent to get the one world series and, and won't again. Jed read the market perfectly. He didn't negotiate against himself. He never disparaged the player. He knew his own value, he, the value to the team. Like, Did you read Ken Rosenthal today in The Athletic about counsel? Uh, it was really good. No, I didn't get a chance and, to yet. But it, it, was, it was about how counsel is challenging Jed. Good. And, 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 like, and that's what Jed wants. Exactly. And it was what we talked about around the hire, right? And, but it, it brought up that counsel makes more than Jed. And that Jed said to him, you know, had a conversation about, like, you know, we need a three-hitter. And counsel said, no, we need a three-win player. Uh-huh. And it's become like a, a joke, and it was like said in, in good jest, but like three-hitter v. three-win player. And just like counsel kind of using like, – no, you can use the analytically front office-driven terminology with me. How about uh, that? I'll be fine with it. And it's become kind of like a running banter for that. And it was in the context of them having a Bellinger conversation. That's, that's, that's really interesting. Right? And so that – they know what Bellinger meant to them, but it those three wins, it wasn't it doesn't need to only be offense. It's Michael Bush insurance, it's PCA insurance, yes. it's it's defense, yes. it's two strike approach, and it, and it's it, leadership, it's vibes, it's it's all of the things. And then hopefully still twenty five plus home runs. Yeah, no, that that it's it's good stuff. And it's the leadership and the vibes part or the soft factor part that council does care about that we know Jed cares about too, is that Bellinger's approach to shorten up with two strikes, to use the whole field, is contagious. With it, when it, it is attractive is what it is. And when your best player... Highest paid. Highest play, Middle highest of the paid, order, former MVP. Former MVP, world champ. When he's willing to do that, more hitters become willing to do that. Yeah, we talked to Nico about that a little bit last Absolutely year. Absolutely did. Yeah. And, and he completely espoused that. So that's a soft factor. That That is... How do you how do you add that to your wins above replacement? Yeah, how do you know. do it? But but, but it, they do it. They they do it. Yeah, and it, so it's it's in Ivy that stuff. It's in their Ivy. And and so I think something that Cubs fans, you know, I never panicked about the off season because I didn't think that Jed would say what he said at the convention if there wasn't yeah. more to come. And they have spent, and I believe that they will spend, and they've been a luxury tax team, and I believe that they will be a luxury tax team again. So I've been pretty calm about this entire operation. I do think that Cubs fans are going to just need to kind of get geared up for maybe it's not going to be, you know, uh, Yamamoto and Shohei. And, like, 
yeah, the, the three hundred million dollar nine year, ten year contract. Not going to be Steve. Go- and it's not going to be Steve Cohen going for it and then trading everybody away and gutting it the next year. But even of the four shortstops last year. They got the guy that a lot of people said was the third or fourth option, and he signed the shortest contract. I guess not shorter than Correa, but you know what I mean? That he, he signed the seven years, not what did Bogart's get, 12, 11. 11. You know, and and Turner got 10. Right, so he, he, they didn't get the 10 or 11-year deal. They didn't get the $300 million deal, but... But they kind of got the best one, well, at they, least for last year. And they were patient. Yeah. So here's, here's the thing, though. It's not just... Um, a Jed and Cubs win. It's part of an MLB win against Boris. Some great radio the other day with David Sampson and with Mullion Hall when he said, I think all these guys are going to sign short deals. And David challenged him back. David said, well, isn't that collusion? Because like, it was like, it sounds like, it sounds like collusion. And David said, I, I don't think it's collusion if it's just uh, a shared wisdom that, is be- that has come to permeate the game, that you want to do this as little as possible, you know, and these particular players fit profiles. Like it was really – because that's what's happened here. Jed had that in his back pocket, that people were scared by the underlying numbers like we talked about, and that the entire league is pushing back on Boris, at least for these four players. So there was a moment with our own insider as to what's next that is pretty damn instructive uh, that all Cubs fans should hear. It's Parkinson Spiegel on the score. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Well, that – and there's the name. Afternoons on the score. Gift runs in the top of the inning. It's 5-2 Cubs. Fellinger drives one in the air. That'll get the momentum back for the Cubs side. Get out the tape masher. Long gone to right field. Off the video board. They hit one off that video board. When's your, when's your game? Sunday the 10th of March in Mesa. There you uh, go. I'll miss the show on Friday the 8th. Um, as I head out there and hang out in Mesa, I'm looking forward to watching some games and talking to a bunch of folks, doing my research, make uh, some relationships for you and I here at the show and for Hit and Run, stuff like that. And then, yeah, Sunday, Coomer and I do Cubs Rangers on the road uh, at the Rangers Arizona Complex. All right. Very excited. That's not bad. Crazy excited. Uh, Let's well, go. Opening day preview. Yes, yes, sir. How about that? Yes, sir. You should mention that in the broadcast. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's going to be the same rosters. <laughs> See all these guys? They'll be there. They'll be there. Corey Seager's going to play this entire game. Look at that guy. Joe Smith, number 106 over there playing first base. Hey, Ron Coomer's with me. Hey, Coom, can you carry any of this over in the opening day facing a pitcher like this? No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. You know what, Matt? It, it, no. Isn't that something? <laughs> yeah. Huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's a good coom. Yeah, isn't that something? It is. It, is. it, it really is, is something. something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> coom, what can you learn about a team here, uh, you know, uh, on the 10th of March? You know what I should do? I should just interview him like uh, John Schriffen does with Steve Stone. I'll just do that. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Tee him up. <laughs> just tee him up. Steve Stone Let show. Let him go. Uh, so, uh, the Coomer <laughs> broadcast. Yeah. Uh, it would be good, actually. Yeah, it would be fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so, Grody and Hall were doing a show. Yeah, they were. And the Bell- on, on Sunday, right? Yeah. yeah I, I heard a bunch of it. I heard Chelios on with them. Yeah, exactly. From Kaiser Tiger. And the uh, the Bellinger news had come out, obviously. So, Bruce joins the show. And they, of course, because we can never just be satisfied with what happened, you got to ask about what happened next. And this is what happened. 
you get that one deal done, and sometimes, Bruce, it leads to more. Anything left in the tank of in terms of consequence, in terms of signings for Jed Hoyer now that no. Cody Bellinger is no, here? No. no. Wow, no. 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 I mean, <laughs> why? they're already over the luxury tax. Okay. So that's that. Okay. No. Well, I mean, you know, you can you can sit there and dream about uh, Chapman or dream about uh, J.D. Martinez, but that, that's that's not a part of the plan. The plan is right now to uh, augment the roster with Bellinger being in there, and their young players come through the system. They believe in their young players. Bruce Vine, baseball expert. A little surprising that he was very quick to shut down the fact that this does not mean the Cubs are not now going to open the door for Matt Chapman. Going yeah, I another. <laughs> Picture. I mean, we were just talking about how reasonable the contract is and the idea, okay, that there's still some money, but apparently there's not still money to spend. And yeah, Bruce couldn't get that out of his mouth before I even <laughs> asked the question. What? That's it. No more. Bruce is not I wasting mean, any time because he knows this is a hockey show. <laughs> this is a hockey broadcast. I, I don't believe that's factually correct, though. It's not. The, the, so I think it's a misunderstanding in the moment. From Bruce, not realizing exactly where they are. Because I think that they're at 217, according to Spot Track, 217, 218 million in 2024 payroll committed. And I believe the first threshold of the luxury tax doesn't come in until 234 million. 237. Or 237. Two, okay. Yeah, I believe two. it's 237. Because I remember doing this math um, right when the offseason began because I thought they would consider going over the tax. Um, and, and, and I think they would consider going over the tax. So I don't think they're necessarily completely and utterly full-on done. I, I don't. I, di- I disagree with, with with Bruce because the numbers uh, actually still work in their favor. If if the structure could be similarly flexible, like if it's a one-year deal with somebody, I know JD Martinez is out there, but that would be. And I love him. I think he's got at least another one great year. He absolutely raked for the Dodgers last year. You know, uh, but then, but then you really don't. Then you, Morel has to play third like all the time and and not get DH bats because JD is DH only, and I don't think they want to do that. But like Matt Chapman, if Chapman was going to take a one year deal with a team opt out or something, you know, like a mutual option, yeah, like a mutual, like a one in one. If you wanted to do a pillow deal with a one in one, no, 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 wow, no, no, no. I mean, why? So <laughs> why? Why is a good follow up question there, by God? <laughs> It's yeah. the one I would have asked. So, and, and we should look into it further just to make sure. No, no, it, it, it's I think we cor- got it. It's correct. Yeah. Um, so, so they still could conceivably, unless the argument is is that the next guy would definitely take them into the tax, but they wouldn't be set up for the repeater tax. And I would think that for the right guy, they would. So you went to Chapman, and I know that they're now talking about Morell at at third. Mm-hmm. What about Snell? Yeah, what, I mean, what, what if it's a short-term deal for Snell? Man, I know, I know you're a little higher on the on, one through five nature of the starting staff than I am, and we're obviously in complete agreement that there are other names there, like Cade Horton, hopefully for the rotation, maybe Ben Brown for the rotation, or certainly for the bullpen. Yeah, but if if Snell for some reason had to take a short, high AAV deal or a one-year deal with an opt-out. Which mm-hmm. I don't know why he would. Well, he might. He's not getting the big deals uh, coming his way. I know, but would yeah, I mean, 
I don't. I, I don't. I don't know why he'd have to take a one-year deal. I, I don't know why he'd have to take a one-year either. But I've. I mean, the the he latest rumor six... I saw him is a two is a two-year deal with the Yankees. Was the latest rumor I saw. Snell. He had not... 180 innings last year with 234 strikeouts and a 2.25 ERA. Uh-huh. With a he was a six-war player yeah. as a lefty. Yeah. I have no idea why he would need to take a one-year deal. In fact, I'm pretty sure he wouldn't. Because he frustrates people. He frustrates some teams um, for a variety of reasons. One is he. Walks Walks a lot of people. He, he walks, led, led baseball and walks. He, he walks a lot of people, and but he also led an ERA plus. I know, I know. But there is, there's, there's some belief out there that he's very, very stubborn and not the easiest guy to manage and have. Um, and and you remember him being vocal about getting taken out short uh, by Kevin Cash in the World Series. Because most people do not believe that he can go deep in in a particular game. He's just not very trusted in that third time through. And he freaking hates that and is a personality that's not truly beloved by managers around the game. So so those two factors is part of why he's not finding a a big old giant deal uh, presented to him. Yeah. They obviously have to keep money back for additions at the trade deadline. Uh, like every team does, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't. I I think that Bruce is probably plugged in and correct, but I don't think that they couldn't add more if the right player became available at the right price. So that's that's where I would put. Yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, whatever it is, they don't want to go over into the repeater tax, where they're over one year and they go over again the next year. So is this the year that you're like, I think we're great enough to win the whole damn thing. Let's go ahead and go over. Maybe? Probably not. Maybe. Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. Probably not because you don't feel that you like have that age. Next year, maybe it's next year. Maybe it's next year. Okay. And I, I don't know. Is the is next year's free agent class much better than this year's? This, much better. This was not a great free Correct. agent year. Correct. Correct. Who are the top names next year? Um, I should know. I David Eckstein. Yeah, David Eckstein is going to get a lot. Eddie Stanky is is also available. Sean Figgins. <laughs> but next year is considered much yes. better. Yes, especially on the pitching front. Okay. Point. Uh, yeah, Garrett Cole, Justin Verlander, Max Scherzer, Corbin Burns. Yeah, Corbin Burns. Max Fried, Shane Bieber, Zach Wheeler, Walker Bueller. Yeah, those are good names. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Z- yeah Zach Wheeler. If Philly's trying to do do a, an, an extended contract. But yeah, there's a lot of names right there. That yeah, that's good to have fun with names. Yeah, we agree, Pat. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Coming up, Speaks' stories from sharing a stage with Eddie Vedder and more plus Tanny's audio tribute to Chris Chelios. Parkinson Spiegel on the score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.